Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, Put them together. You know, it's not yet Buck Off Thursday. That's coming up on Thursday. That's why it's called Buck Off Thursday. It's also Buck Ons, and that's all brought to you by the Austin Gamblers. We're getting closer and closer to rodeo days. Absolutely. Also, close, also closer and closer, gamber days, I should say, with the bull riding out there at uh, Moody Center. But we're getting closer and closer to the Frontier Days, which is when the uh, PBR season begins at the end of this month. PBR at the... At the uh, the big one. In oh, they have the Wyoming. big one when they are, if they when they get to Vegas for the for the professional. That's bull where riding. they have their championship. I wonder the if they'll do year. it in the big sphere there. Oh, you like the that eyeball? Thing, don't you? I like. I just like the thought of having something like that in the in the big eyeball. That's the big eyeball, man. That thing is awesome. Yeah, well, that's where they they, they have the the PBR has their championships there in Vegas. That's where Austin FC made it there. I mean, that's where their playoffs are at the end of their regular season. But it all starts at Frontier Days. One of these years, I'm going to go up to that. I'm going to get with J.J. Gotch and say, you know what? Take me up there with you. Because, I, you know, this time of year, to get up to Wyoming, to get out of the heat, would be incredible in July. My family was just up there all last week. What would they say? It was amazing. Amazing. Now, now Cheyenne is in southern, more central southern Wyoming. It's not up there in the Tetons. and They were at the Jackson north. Hole. Yeah, Jackson Hole's in the northwest corner. Yeah, my son likes going to Jackson Hole. But, you know, so, so Cheyenne's down central south. but So it's not as mountainous, but it's still cooler and gorgeous and uh, amazing. Um, but, you know, because there are different parts of Wyoming. There's the Tetons, which are legendary. Where I worked when I was in college was there in, in, outside Buffalo, which is up in the northeast corner, you know, south of Montana, just west of uh, South Dakota. Um, but, you know, the Bighorn Mountains kind of sl- dip down into there, and that's where our, our place where I worked was. It's just so beautiful. But, yeah, I'm going to have to get up there because you, you got, you know, like I think they have all the, of course, every weekend for the PVR, they have all the teams up there. And uh, that would be some fun stuff to get to Cheyenne, have a good old time, go cowboy for a couple days. Tell you something, the more I, the more I see, you know, because it's like Shark Month. It's not like Shark Week on Discovery. It's They got it like the whole month. The more that when I when I go see my grandkids in Jacksonville, I'm only going out to my ankles, okay, out into the water, out into the off the beach. Is Jacksonville on the beach? Yeah, there's water all over Jacksonville. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty much Remember the rivers. It's not like yeah. rivers on and, the ocean though, right? No, the no but there's what the channels and the rivers there. Remember when Tom Brady almost threw the Super Bowl? I was in Tampa, on the, in the, you, off the dock there. Yeah, Tampa, Jacksonville. Yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of water, but not lots you're not of, on lots the, of water not on the coast though. Yeah, lots of water in Tampa. Uh, and but Jacksonville a little more inland. 
But yeah, they, I was thinking Tom Brady. Remember he threw almost through the Super Bowl trophy in the water. He yeah. carried out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was wasted. So, he's hammered. Dude, them sharks make some mistakes. I don't want to be a mistakey. By the way, Tom, bucking Fresh you little on. piece of brown meat. I'm not doing sharks, dude. No, no thanks. No. But, you know, if you go out with me to Cheyenne for Frontier Days next year, then you know you could get a, get a grizzly bear or something. A big old grizzly. I'd, would you rather deal a grizzly bear or shark? Ooh. Shark. Yeah, me too. Because I think you can just kick them in the eyes. nose. Oh, really? Focus eyes, kick them in the nose. You got a better chance. I'm not saying either is good or optimal, but I'm no, saying. No, I saw that movie, Revenant. Grizz- I'm not. No, I don't want to deal with that bear. Grizzly bear, no. Especially in his in his house. If you're out in where he lives, like if he shows up at your house, you can close the door. <laughs> <laughs> just lock the door. Hide in the attic or something. Oh, my God, yes. Get underneath the sink somewhere. I'm going shark. Uh, Yeah. I'm going shark. I don't like all that water either. I I know a lot of people are killed by sharks, but at the same time, I see a lot of people like just lose a leg. Like they just lose a leg. Oh, you mean just a foot. Oh, that's all they take off is just Grizzly bear, that ain't coming out that way. No. He's taking it off. No, you're done. Taking off the whole leg. mauling about to happen. Oh, man. Oh. I'm out. Nah. I'm out on both. No, I saw but Leonardo I'm, DiCaprio just get <laughs> sexually abused by that bear. That, that's just always stuck in my mind. Jeez, Jeez Louise, that's that's the fuck vision. But yes, I, I've seen that movie one time, I won't see it again. The Revenant. I don't need to see it again. I wanted no, to see that's it. That's another one. That's like, yeah. I once need three and a half hours. I needed it. I wanted to. And in <sighs> the end, that's it. Okay, I've got, I've got it. It's etched in my skull. But um, Yeah, but these sharks are making mistakes. Two, but two early buck-ons, though, because remember, you can give us your buck-ons and buck-offs anytime, and then we have great prizes, and we're with our friends at the Austin Gamblers. Tickets to Gambler Days in late August. But, T.Y., I'm giving you a buck-off because you you got out of your deep eddy habit and you ended up at the Saxon Pub last night on a mandate. I, mean, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mandate. Just dudes, dudes being dudes. I was going to take a girl. Nick Shuley hooked me up with some tickets, but um, Thank you, Nick. she bailed and, you know. My boys, brought in my the boys dudes, the backups there were there. The backups were it's there. Actually, it's the same guy that I've taken to a concert the past few weeks. And that's he, not your sleeping buddy, is it? <laughs> is is that your buddy? Is there snuggle buddy? <laughs> that's old Spooner. Teddy Roxman is that old it Teddy is. Roxman himself? The, yeah, that story is not aging well with all these <laughs> mandates that are going on. <laughs> it's the same guy. Your, oh, your was a, a mandate with your Spooner. I love that. Oh, great. All right. Well. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, so maybe I'm, I'm not going to buck you I'm on. Not, I'm not drinking tonight." And then. Maybe I'm not bucking you on. Well, you know, that's good. But I'm you two that. don't need to be drunk well, we and when up, you're out on a, we a man day. We ended up sharing some beers together. I'm bucking this lady on, though. How about this lady? This is some serious business. A Tennessee, a mom in Tennessee celebrating the birth of her 13-pound baby. Wow. It's a big one. Doctors say it's officially the size of a three-month-old. Dang. Whoa. Yeah, average baby born is 7.5 pounds, 7.4. This lady gave birth to a... 13, like a three-month-old. Jeez, that's like sticking a quarter in a dime <laughs> slot. I mean, really? It's like a lot of things. <laughs> wow. That's a, I don't want that upon me. I mean, that is, that, that's a size disadvantage from the beginning, but now you're going 13-pounder? Going to end up like Joe Potak. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Not, the, the mom's going to end up like, I don't oh, know, yeah, man. Oh, man, is, oh, man. I am out. Ladies, you do a fantastic job. I don't know how that's done. I mean, it's a part right, of life. Here we my go. Goodness. Grizzly bear in his house, shark in his house, or birthing a 13-pound baby. I'll take on either one of the grizzly or the <laughs> shark than to do that. Moms are amazing. Mom, buck on to y'all. Just amazing is right. Moms are amazing. Uh, okay, get them a Slurpee on National 7-Eleven Day. It's also Moms, kind of Moms Day. I think the Moms probably use more, use Amazon Prime, Amazon more than 
dudes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say, oh, yeah. Well, today's Prime Day. I've probably ordered under 10 items in my life on Amazon. Well, it's Prime mostly Day today. Books. What was the mo- I was going to say, it's mostly books. Like yeah. for school that I My wife loves books, so she reading. reads a lot. So it's mostly books that come I in. I graduated college probably reading less than 50 pages in every book I ever bought. I mean, you start and then so that's it, that? done? Well, actually, the AP style book for you know journalism school or whatever I did, stupid. Never read um, my body myself. By the way, no. if you go... <laughs> did not. That's sure. why Ty is completely unfiltered. He'll admit anything, no matter how embarrassing. Spooning with dudes, mandates, dudes. and doesn't read. Oh, so man. if you go to uh, Amazon.com, Buck, I'm going to give you a little tip. Look at that. Because today sl- is Prime Day. Okay. It's just like an online grocery uh, shopping s- surplus. But if you go to the left far tab, that's the all tab, let me give you all out there a little tip. And go all the way down to where you see see all. See that see all tab, Buck? Yes. And you keep going down. I find some odds and, and you ends. go to a thing called Amazon Outlet, that's where the real deals are. That's where the real deals are. Just so is that me. supposed to be like the outlet mall in yes. Hillsboro? It's overstock. It's overstock, overstock really? Yeah. It's on the left side, all, then down to all again, and then you go to Amazon Outlet, and you're cooking with, cooking with gas at that point, my friend. Do outlet malls still exist? Barely. I know the one in Hillsborough is not doing. I go down to one right down the road San here Marcus? all the time. To, yeah. They do. Periellas. I'm a Periellas guy. So, well, by the way, yeah, you know, my wife gave me some MeUndies. And, you know, I didn't get just. Get those on Amazon? Prime Day? I, I, I guess. Well, I don't know if <laughs> it was are Prime the Day. MeUndies? MeUndies are great. For years. MeUndies, and they last a long time. They can take a beating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you and your mandates. I mean, I'm serious. MeUndies. But I didn't. My wife said, so how many do you need? I think I got like eight pair. Eight. You take more, how many, more underwear on. I, I'm an underwear <laughs> how many guy. Pairs of underwear do you have? You got just, a lot. I got a lot. I got a lot of underwear. I got the ones with the the holes in the butt cheeks. I, I they, they got to stay. I have maybe ten pairs of underwear total. Total? Jeez, Louise. that's a trip for me. I got to throw them away. Well, I mean, I agree with you. You need more. Why don't I mean? Just wash them, my friends. Okay, so or turn uh, them inside out. There you go. So prime <laughs> days are today and tomorrow. Get on there. Yeah, go down to that Amazon outlet. You can really find some good deals, even if it's not Prime Day. It says that my wife had an 11 and a half pound baby. It says the thirteen. Uh, it says the one in San Marcos is thriving. The one in Hillsboro has been closed for a couple of years. That's true as far as the outlet malls go. Every time I go down oh. to the outlet mall, it's packed. Wait, San Marcos? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, there are a lot of people that come up from Mexico to go to the outlet mall there. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, a lot of, lot of a lot of foreigners there when you're at the outlet mall. Really? Yeah, when you're walking around. I mean, it's too hot to go to the outlet mall now, an outdoor mall when it's 115. No thank you. Um, nothing is that important. But the, uh, you know what they're starting to do, though, which is kind of cool? You know these old department stores, the Toys R Us's and the things? You know what they're starting to do? What's the fastest growing sport in the, United, in the, world, in the world, but the United States for sure? Pickleball. Pickleball. Ugh. So they're taking these big department stores that are going out of indoor. dinosaurs and they're in- playing indoor pickleball. pickleball. I know. So you can play in the air conditioning. So it's like a racket club. Remember when you used to go indoors to play racquetball? I think that's a good de- well, deal. Well, it's a good use of space. Old, yeah, well, use, up, use the space. It's a community thing. You can have your little sure. community tournaments. So you get to know your... Well, you're not dying of heat exhaustion or heat, you know, whatever. But there's got to be... your pickleball. And there's got to be pickleball guy out there who's diving on the court. I mean, have you seen pickleball guy? He's got to be out there, because there's one in every sport. Yeah. Um, no, you don't. Well, not old dudes should be diving. You got hips and things. <laughs> yeah, be but, doing that. But a pickleball guy is diving. He's out there making plays. We should make a beer die league. You ever played beer die? No. Back in the day. This, oh. guess, this says he just contradicted himself. He only shops for what he needs, but at Amazon he goes shopping for deals. No, no, I go shopping for deals for what I need. 
So if I need something, I'm going to try to find the lowest price possible on that item. And sometimes in the Amazon outlets, you can find that. I don't just go in there looking for general whatever. No, but if he goes to the mall, he knows already what size, what he's getting ready to pick up. That's it. Yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not stopping off there or there or there. And again, unless I need it that immediate time, if the line's long, I'm out. I'll say, I'll come back later. And I was, I'll I was, come back, hey, I'll come back I was day. terrible with the kids going to like malls and stuff because I knew exactly what I was looking for or what they were looking for. And I'd say, okay, got it. Time to go. I can't go what? to any department store alone where I'm going to spend way too much money on stuff I don't need. It's called self-control, Ty. I struggle with that. I struggle with that. Let's get to the headlines. Uh, trending topics to start your, well, we're already halfway through this segment, but that's all right. Let's get you the news. It's a busy one. <laughs> Top Gun Equipment Rentals. Yeah, pretty shocking development or surprising development out of uh, college football last night where Northwestern University announced the, uh, that they have fired their head coach, Pat Fitzgerald, after 17 years on the job amid fallout from the university's investigation into hazing allegations within that football program. Uh, the university president, Michael Schill, suspended Pat Fitzgerald for two weeks back on Friday, but um, turned around here on a Monday and dismissed the head football coach. He announced it in a letter to the Northwestern community. We'll get you more details on that coming up. Uh, also, big, big day in baseball. How about the home run derby last night? Vlad Guerrero Jr. wins it. He and his father, Vlad Sr., become the first two in the father-son duo ever to both win a home run derby. Beat out Randy Arozarena, the Rays, in the final round. Also for the Texas baseball program, uh, pretty good day in the Major League Baseball draft. First off, Texas as a program continued its incredible streak. They've now had a player drafted in every draft since 1965. Streak is now at 58 years and counting. And appropriately, outfielder, Dil- outfielder Dylan Campbell, who had that 38-game hitting streak, which is a program and Big 12 record this past season, was the player that assured that. He was picked with uh, pick number 136. L.A. Dodgers grabbed Dylan Campbell in the fourth round. Pick 179, the Chicago White Sox. Selected the Big 12 pitcher of the year, Lucas Gordon. Both likely to sign major league contracts and begin their pro careers. Um, only one member of the Longhorns 23 high school recruiting signing class was picked yesterday, and it came early. First pick of day two, top of round three, round rock high right-hander Travis Sikora was selected by Washington. 6'6 flamethrower set for a big payday with the Nationals now. But maybe just as notable for David Pierce is who wasn't picked on day two. Starting pitchers Tanner Witt and LeBaron Johnson Jr. did not get drafted, greatly increasing the chances they return to the program next year. In addition, no other Longhorn commitment was taken yesterday, including their top remaining commit. That's Will Gasparino, the 6'6", 215-pound outfitter from Harvard, California. He is the son of the director of amateur scouting for the LA Dodgers. He was not taken in the first 10 rounds, and he immediately indicated on social media that he's planning on coming to the 40 Acres. Third and final day of the draft is today, rounds 11 through 20. Texas head coach David Pierce also announced yesterday several changes to his coaching staff, including he's going to be taking over the pitching coach duties himself. It was reported several weeks ago that Woody Williams would not be returning his pitching coach. David Pierce will be the pitching coach at Texas. Also, former Major League All-Star Troy Tulowitzki is coming back to the staff. He's going to be the program's director of player development. Caleb Longley has been named the staff's third assistant behind Steve Rodriguez and Coach Pierce. Philip Miller is moving back into a coaching role as well. Big day at Q2 Stadium. Austin FC officially introduced Rodolfo Burrell as the club's new sporting director. 52-year-old comes to Austin with some lofty credentials. He spent the last decade with the most dominant club in soccer in the world, Manchester City in the English Premier League. He served as the first assistant coach there. He's now the sporting director. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. It's hot outside, and so's our deal this month for a free Hustler generator with purchase of select Hustler Zero Turn mowers at Top Gun. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. No, Pat Fitzgerald, the head coach, uh, it was the head coach at Northwestern for 17 years. 
is there that you can't you you have to totally deny I have no idea this was going on here you can't say well, I had an inkling that we we've had hazing before you can't even say those words right or you're guilty is I mean is that how that falls because coach come on now I was born at night but I wasn't born last night yeah I mean, he, can, I mean, he can't even he can't even hint to he thought there was something he has to totally deny that correct that I did not know that there was hazing going on within my program I've been here for 17 years I just, but I just know you have to. You have to say those words. Was the hazing bad enough to get, get him fired, though? Like what happened? What happened to this one? In this day well, and age, yeah. I mean, this is, well, well, let me just read from the school president's statement to the yeah. Northwest listen to how that community. goes. What was going on? Well, after suspending him for two weeks, and then yesterday, over the weekend, doubling back that maybe, well, maybe that wasn't enough. Uh, he wrote. Uh, Schill said that the hazing included forced participation of uh, forced participation, nudity, and sexualized acts of de- degrading nature in a clear violation of Northwestern's policies and values. Uh, I'm grateful that, to my knowledge, no student suffered physical injury as a result of these behaviors. While some student-athletes believed the hazing was in jest and not harmful, others viewed it as causing significant harm with long-term consequences. Additionally, Schill wrote that hazing was well-known in, in, within the program, though the investigator failed to find any credible evidence that Coach Fitzgerald himself knew about it. So, again, we no credible evidence that the coach knew, knew that this was happening. The coach, though, he said and wrote, is ultimately responsible for the culture of his team. The hazing we investigated was widespread and clearly not a secret within the program, providing Coach Fitzgerald with the appropriate or the opportunity to learn what was happening. You need to get Anthony Davis to come talk to the guys. He knows about that. There's a little bit of that going. That yeah. sounds like there was some of all that stuff. Somebody didn't like it. Well, look, I mean, there's... That happened. That's just locker room stuff. I mean, I would say that what, what was going on was okay 10 years ago. Where, where what, okay is the wrong word. I mean, some would argue it's never been okay. It's, right. what, what is going on? Like, is, how far is this going to go? Well, that's the Is everybody going to, like, what, what, what are we going to be able to do eventually? Is there going to be... You're not going to be able to haze The, mo- the morality people. police or just... I mean, is that... Well, look, I mean, uh, some of these things are graphic and, and you know, you know, dry humping players and get naked kid, naked players, and that, that that I don't that shouldn't be going on now. Do Guys I know that running it around has? in mask on, yeah, wearing masks. <laughs> Come and, on, man. You know, what when, is I, this? I mean, the president himself said there were the players thought, oh, that's just you know, we were being funny. It was fun. Boys being boys. Boys being boys, just goofing around. Um, dudes being dudes. Dudes but, being dudes. All those smart guys up at Northwestern. Um. So and look, I mean, there. But you don't have to but, but do go, that in order to get have camaraderie. That's correct. You don't have. That's not necessary to it have a good like football that team. Ha- that seems like in any sport or where you put a bunch of guys in a locker room together, like stuff like that's going to happen. Well, no. Well, that's that's the, the whole point of the president. That the, it's the leader's job to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. Uh, it's not okay. It doesn't have to happen. Um, but it doesn't have to happen. Does that kind of stuff happen when you played? Right. Oh. Oh, dude! I I told you I got the thing. You know, and that wasn't hazing, though. I was, that wasn't hazing. That was just an individual who was older thought putting an icy hot yeah. thing up my, you know what, in the shower was cool. Well, you look, didn't I think mean, it was cool. I mean, look, oh, no, I'm I didn't sure think everyone cool. else thought it was funny, though. Oh, no. Well, they thought it was funny, but that, no, not, not any but of that. But you was didn't funny. do anything to any younger kids when you were an older player? No. You were always a nice guy? Well, I, I didn't. Just, I just didn't think that was right. I didn't. It didn't make him a better. It, it didn't make him well, part. Maybe of, you don't it didn't to, make him part of okay. the group in order to haze them. Maybe you don't have to haze players, but there definitely is like a hierarchy to a team. 
to where you have to gain respect in now, some, I, some I, way as a younger player on a team. I'll just say I, in high school I participated because I was in high school. I mean, I was a teen teen, and I had to do that banana walk through. I mean, this in, happens in the, in the NFL. You you see ro- rookies got to what carry their carry the veterans' bags, got to pay for dinner. Yeah, but nobody's they, dry they, humping rookies. Well, I mean, who knows? Well, I mean, come on, Ty. You don't. I mean, this stuff was was you know sexual and graphic in nature. But again, as the president even said, a lot of it began with their training camp when they would go off to Kenosha sure. Camp Kenosha, and that you know when they're all out together and. Coaches, all coaches want their locker room to police the locker room. They want the leaders of the team to police the the underclassmen to make sure they're doing things the right way. But the, you know, there's a right way and a wrong way, and the the line between what is over the line hazing and what's just as, as Ty said it and called it earning the respect of your senior teammates and, and earning sure. your spot. I mean, there, there's sure there's, there's there's lines of that. The weird stuff doesn't need to be happening. Correct. Sure. Correct. But, Correct. The, but Correct. I don't think. But but okay, then you got what defines weird. Uh, that's again. What would would this have? Would yeah, a rookie taking a rookie taking my 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 bag off of a bus for me is different than yeah, me standing carrying, carrying all the than me standing bags. than a rookie yes. laying down naked and me sitting yes. on his yeah, sitting the, over him. But I mean, at a certain point, they're just going to be like, "Well, you can't do any anything." Well, and that may be what it needs to be. Well, who knows? World changes. Well, again. But it's not going to screw up your team. It's not well, going to make uh, your team worse. You know. To me, the president has put himself into a corner here because. If he says, Pat Fitzgerald, there's no credible evidence that he knew. The president wrote that in his dismissal. Right. We found no credible evidence that he knew. Now, uh, people have said that, you know, Harge and Rogers are talking about it, and there's no way he didn't know. Well, they found no evidence, no credible evidence that links him to knowing specifically, right. but it's his responsibility to know. Or being well, around that well, kind of stuff. Well, guess what then, Mr. President? You can't promote another coach on that staff to head coach. Oh, well, yeah, I, I would believe that's you that's have to true. You have to clean house completely. I mean, everybody's got to How do you do that at this point in the I know. Season. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said he's well, boxed he's, himself you got to get, like, a former player at that point. But he's got to hire a whole new coaching staff. Yeah. You're I mean, this is, this is the slope you're head, on. Believe me, because if the head coach doesn't know, believe me, Yeah, the, the, the further down know. you go, the, the closer you're probably getting to someone who does Sure. I bet there's some guys up at Mike McCarthy's barn. Been working, wait for the shot. I, I don't. It's it's uh, one of those situations, and we still don't know all. Now, Pat Fitzgerald put out a statement which was very classy, in which he talked about his pride of, of leading that program, his alma mater, program he played for, the players and the character he developed. He's very proud of his record of guys and who become better. You know, going from boys to men and going gone on to great careers. Uh, but he also said he has he has hired legal representation and he will fight for his rights within this case as well. Uh, so it's not the end of it. But Those guys are making over a million dollars, millions of dollars. That guy wants to get his money. Well, and I think Ty's point is whether it's, it's he's there's a hazing culture in every locker room to some level. If you depending on how broad you will use and define the word haze, uh, it goes on. It's it's just. It's not even just in sports. It's no, in, in for sure any, not. Like even like office environments. Well, <laughs> yeah, well we're not. Maybe not here. We're not, but... we're not at the Dunder Mifflin paper company. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> not here at Dunder Mifflin. Right, but um, not to be flippant about it. But obviously, it affected other. You know, the president even wrote. I mean, some weren't bothered by it. Some were traumatized by it. So at the same time, um, you know, Pat Fitzgerald has to know. But I think the point Ty would make and others is. I mean, at what point does it get so far that no coach is going to be able to keep his job? If, if are guys going to be allowed to like coach, wouldn't be allowed to cuss to their players soon, or people going to start getting offended by that? Well, like, and again, I'm just saying where, where, where to, where to, where if you're a coach, if you're Steve Sarkeesian this morning, you're waking up going, man, I better be making sure none of this. I mean, what line is okay? 
yeah, obviously homoerotic and right. sexualized things and nudity and those kind of things, that, that can't be going on. I took stuff to my own hands with my own players about the way they presented themselves about women, what they would say. I had meetings about, I got daughters, guys. I don't want to use that term. Yeah. I don't want to hear that term in the meeting or around me when you refer to women and the way you talk about them. I, I said, I just, I got daughters, don't want to hear it, don't ever want to hear it. I mean, I started that early out in my career when I, when I first started coaching. That was one of the things because guys have a way of talking about women in different terms, you know, and I'm not Locker talking about round shoulder. I'm, not, I'm talking about dis- disgusting terms. I would be like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it in the meeting. I don't want to hear it. If, if, you, if, if I walk by you and you're stretching, and I, I don't even want to hear you talk about that. I don't want to hear it said that way. Well, and it's also, I, mean, I don't know that it matters, but Northwestern went 1-11 last year, and it was a terrible season. And so they're, they're disgruntled players. Um, you know, Pat Fitzgerald's been a great – that's the, that's the argument for Pat Fitzgerald. He's – as he wrote in his statement, you know, 99% of our players have a great, had great experience mm-hmm. in our program. They've gone, they've gone on record saying so. You know, I hate that there's 1% that – Well, yeah, that and there's others that, that, others that can t- – that kind of hazing, does, that doesn't bother them. I, know. I mean that yeah, it's just it's just not they just think that's just a part of of what you do when you go to to teams, but it doesn't it, but it doesn't make your team well, look, better. I mean it's just it's tough. I mean it's tough for a guy who's been there seventeen years, but when he said when he says, I mean obviously when they say there's no indication that he knew anything about it, but I'm I'm going to say whether you knew you you need to know about it. Somebody has told you, coach, this is yeah running naked kids in a shower as the, the running and your fa- at your facility at yeah. your facility, yeah. uh, but. Uh, same time to Ty's point, not not advocating this, but you know the whole this goes on. At what point does it get to two? What's the tipping point to where if it bothers me, if it bothers a player and he whistle blows and well, I mean we that's when it is. Yeah, it, well, just what you said. That, that's there's a tipping point. Well, I don't. I also don't think if this was happening at Texas and someone got upset, I don't think Sark would get fired. Not not that it is. But Northwestern's kind of a different situation in my eyes of their priorities as a as an institution. That's, More Ivy League esque. Look, we don't know Pat Fitzgerald behind the scenes what he does behind the program. But I would argue that if ninety nine percent of the players who have played for him or are playing for him mm-hmm. advocate for him, that's a pretty good sign. Uh, and I'm not saying, but you you know, it seemed like he was keeping his job at this point because he was just a good leader. Well, of men. That's his argument, and that's he's been a pillar of that for a long, long time. Uh, it's it's a intern. There'll be more developed. Obviously, there'll be more reporting on this, and we'll talk about it as it goes. But it's it's an interesting conversation to say the least. We'll come back when we do. We'll pick up the uh, David Pierce conversation. David Pierce taking the reins of his own pitchers. You know, he couldn't find his, the pitching coach he wanted, but did it exactly like he wanted to. So he said, "You know what? I'll do it." Uh, he is going to be the pitching coach at Texas. Troy Tulowitzki's coming back. We'll get you details there. Plus, uh, let's have a lively blitz before the end of the hour. That's coming your way. Plus, some gossip. It's being on the horn. Gamblers for sure, and uh, buck off Thursday coming up in two days. But you can always deliver a buck off and buck on to that lady that delivered a 13-pound baby. Somebody, the guy who said he, his wife delivered an 11-and-a-half-pound toddler uh, sent us the picture. Big baby. Big baby. Big old chunky monkey. <laughs> nice. Some monster. That is Beautiful cool. baby, beautiful baby. But uh, uh, here's a lot of great text on the conversation around Northwestern. Um this says, guys, defending abuse is just crazy. Ty, are we really arguing that we can't tell the difference between hazing and something that is actually sexual abuse or assault? The old excuse that, well, they've done it in the past or boys will be boys is, compli- is complicit. 
Uh, there was hazing at TCU that happened my freshman year that most of our team knew was effed up, and by the time we were upperclassmen, it had gone away. Not trying to be the morality police, but uh, surely whipping naked freshmen with your junk is a line crossed. Comparing that to cussing is wild. So, true. Well, I didn't. I didn't know people were getting whipped with their junk. I don't. I don't know. I didn't read the details. I'm just saying. That's well. That's the important as a, part. As I a think, society, that, well, we need to. No, a coach will never get fired for cussing. Oh, who knows? Uh, no, I don't. I, I know. We thought 20 years ago, no one would get fired for this. Um, 15, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think 20 years ago, no one would have said anything. I mean, this this much worse stuff than this happens every single day on college campuses. And that's not wrong for the texture's point to try to not make sure it it doesn't happen. I'm not trying to normalize sexual abuse. I'm just saying. If you're a freshman and you didn't run and you weren't, you know, missed a tackle and all of a sudden you're getting, you know, naked dudes. Yeah, that shouldn't be happening. um, You know, dry humping. That should not be happening. Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I, I, I would think if you're a, if you're a, the father or mother of one of these freshmen that they're that you know you had a bad practice and they've they've pointed you out to come and do those things well, too. Right. I mean that's not what you went to recruit. You didn't you didn't say oh this is part of the this is part of our get together to make him a part a man that 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 doesn't work that won't work that way. Well, I mean it, now the, the guys have their little deals within within their own groups and stuff. I'm pretty sure they do. Well, let me just say this, and this is why we said yesterday props to the Northwestern School paper and those who diligently did reporting on this because you know, that was going to be the whoever was the whistleblower on this, and now we all read the reports of the car wash and the running and those things. That shouldn't be going on. No one would. But it took a, a, you know, a player going to a, a paper. And think about the, that school paper. They, they know how popular Pat Fitzgerald is. They know this Absolutely. was going to be a major problem for the school. He's the biggest figure on the campus. He's been there. 17 a, years, yeah. You're right. He's won Big Ten, played in Big Ten championship games. I mean, uh, but at the same time, right's right, wrong, wrong. That's wrong. And they're and, putting their program at risk, a team that's already at risk. With, now, you know. here's what I'll say for Pat Fitzgerald. Should he have been fired? I can have that debate. Should he have been suspended for a year? Should he have been, I don't know, but should he have lost his job based on this if within, we, within the president's own writing that, we could find no connection that he actually knew this actually was going knew, yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. That's a different story. If they were winning, he wouldn't have got fired. No, I, that's, if they I, weren't, if they were, they were one in eleven last year. I mean, he probably would have been fired if he wasn't past Fitzgerald. And he I think been a lot of seventeen years. I think there is an argument to be made that if ninety-eight, ninety-nine percent of the former players and current players are in full support of Pat Fitzgerald, that doesn't make what, he, what was going on right at all. It makes it well. You got to get that fixed, Coach. You got to clean that up. It should have never For happened. Sure, you're absolutely you right. Have, you should have known. There's an argument to be made that the guy who's been around seventeen years. You say, you know, we got to get this right, Coach. Because, again, the, the, the texter who sounds like he played football at TCU saying, we, the players, realized that was effed up and we got rid of it. We decided that wasn't going to keep happening. Well, that's good. That's what you want. Um, but should, should it have cost him his job, I think, is a fair question. Maybe it should. Uh, but at the same time, from a two-week suspension to termination – is a big jump in a quick in a quick period. Like and bang, you're for the, done for the school president who made that decision to not have a press conference and discuss it. Now again, his lawyers probably said, "Don't go near a microphone." Uh, he's going to come after us. He's under contract because 
whatever. But, a lot of uh, mixed feelings on the text line about this one. We'll, say. well I think oh, I, I, here's what yeah, I, here's what I, I believe. I believe if you read the Northwestern school paper reporting about the running and the car wash and other things that have gone on, I don't think there would be mixed opinion. I think it's kind of like you, Ty, that people who have not read the details. Can you say, explain what that is to me well, on the, the air? It's graphic. Well, we, I just did. They put freshmen in showers. They run them through a car wash and naked. Is the and car they dry wash hump a them. bunch of guys? Yes. Bunch of okay. naked dudes, dry humping people. Second, guys wearing masks. I mean, it's stuff that if your kid came home to you and said this went on in the locker room, you'd be furious. Absolutely. Well, that's not. Hey, you're the parent that's of a not kid. making me better. If you're a parent of a kid, you're not going. Your dad, most dads now are not going to go. Oh, you know what? That's just a part of a Deal kid. Deal with it, kid. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's definitely pretty weird. It's very pretty, weird. Yes. It's just yeah. That's. So at the same time, you know. But did, did, when I just asked the question, did I mean can Pat Fitzgerald ever just say? You know, he has to say, I have no clue. Yeah. And, and he I still did lost just read his job. the details, by the way. And he just lost his job. So I, I do and have he, a better understanding of things, but I I still I still well, that and I think most people who are arguing on your side haven't read the, the full report. And that's why those people did great reporting, and that's why I think the president came because again, the art folks who say, Yes, of course Pat Fitzgerald deserved to lose his job, they were the ones outraged after reading the reports and understanding what was was happening, who said only two weeks? Really? Two weeks. Uh, you know, in the, for the president's judgment, if he had suspended him for six months, for a couple of, you know, first part of the Some season. Game, yeah. Oh, yeah. And say, Coach, we got to get this fixed. Uh, this is unacceptable. You've got we, this amount of time to fix we this. We can't prove that you should have known, we, that you knew, but we, we, you should know what's going on in your program. And, you know, for, for someone who's been as upstanding and as good coach as he has for so long, you know, could you argue that, yeah, let's get this thing right and get this rooted out of the program, but – we're still going to keep you as our football coach. That's a good debate. That's a healthy debate as far as whether this is right or wrong. Well, and then for upcoming coaches, this is something that you need to know. You need to understand yeah. as a young coach coming into this business of things because this ain't over with. There are going to be some, there are going to be some individual lawsuits going against Pat Fitzgerald himself and that university. I mean, this, had, no, this, isn't, over. this over. isn't over right here with that. All right. and Well, and that's uh, where it stands for Pat Fitzgerald. Um, but good stuff right there. Let's uh, we'll get back to the Texas baseball. Texas baseball had a good day yesterday. Let's just put that as a bumper sticker. We have more time to talk about it in our next hour. But it was a good day for Texas baseball, I believe, because I, you know, and as I said earlier, I give credit to uh, putting the thought in my own head to Jeff Howe from Light the Tower because Jeff covers the baseball program for twenty four seven Horns twenty four seven and for us in an incredible way. And he said something the other day, just as a remark, that he had been talking with David Pierce, and then he said, you know, it, it, Jeff said this, he said, I, it feels like to me that David Pierce, if he could hire a coach who would coach pitchers just like he does, or he did, that would be the perfect guy. And then, it, so it's, I'm starting to rattle around my head, I'm thinking, well, maybe he's just going to make himself the pitching coach. Maybe he's just going to take the gig, because he's not going to find someone who's going to do it exactly like he does. Uh, and we know, if you know David Pierce's history, when at Rice, he was the pitching coach for Wayne Graham and, and did a great job. Got a great track record of developing pitchers and winning, and so you know you can understand that that he wants he wants someone to do it. So he's watching over there how they're developing the pitchers, saying no, 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 no. So instead of it, you know what? He now has built a staff around him, bringing Troy Tulowitzki back. I do think hiring Steve Rodriguez, who is a you know twenty years of a head coach himself at Pepperdine and, and Baylor, all that experience. Tulo's back. You you know what you're getting in your other coaches. Now you can maybe become the pitching coach. And it's an important role, and it's a, it's, it's a putting yourself out there moment for David Pierce that, you know what, I think, I think I'm the right person for this job, and I'm going to do it. So give David Pierce at least the credit for that. that uh, and you also, as we said, the fact that Tanner Witt and LeBaron Johnson Jr. weren't drafted in the first 10 rounds, good chance they're back. 
good chance they're back pitching for Texas next year. And well, if you're a Texas fan, you're hoping that's a win-win. They're definitely going to get drafted today, though, right? Most likely, yeah. Most likely, but then the Small money sign. the money drops pretty dramatically, and it, it's, they could probably do as well here on NIL deals. And think about Tanner Witt, a guy who, you know, if he had gone – he he, he, was, he was drafted out of high school. He could have gone straight, but he wanted to come pitch at Texas. Then he gets hurt. And uh, obviously the Tommy John surgery. And this year he came back in late April and just, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't throw much over 90 miles an hour at the time. So he now has a full off season with a bit of a chip on his shoulder to come back and say, you know what, if I get this thing right, if I you know, follow doctor's orders and come back with a full off season uh, and a regimen, you know, he can be a Friday night starter and he can get back to that mid nineties, upper nineties guy who all of a sudden is back in the conversation for a first round draft pick next year, which that's the kind of pitcher you want. You want someone pitching for a carrot in addition to trying to win for the University of Texas because he's a great teammate. LeBaron Johnson Jr. has another year. Talk about the dramatic leap from a guy who, you know, they didn't know what his role was right. going to be to start the season to the, becoming their best pitcher near the end. Well, he comes back too. And, you know, David Pierce will be the pitching coach. That's a pretty good place to start. And, you know, they only lost one commitment too off of their recruiting class. And, um, and that was Travis Sikora, and that, but that was expected. There was very few folks who thought Travis was going to come pitch here at Texas, and he ends up 71st overall. He'll make a bunch of money with the Washington Nationals, and good luck to him. But and that's day. what you get to do if you're the head coach. I mean, I'm pretty sure if he wanted to get another pitching coach, he could have. He could have gone to CDC sure. and said, hey, I'm looking for another another coach. Okay, go out and get one. Yeah. But he said, I, I think I can do I can think I can do that job. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I think David Pierce would say, I know I can do the job. I've done yeah. it. I've been there. I got it. Um, but you also, because if you're going to take on the full-time pitching coach duties with some assistants, that's going to devote a lot of time. So you make sure your staff is ready to handle some of the other duties that maybe you're going to true. You're going to leave that, that need done. That have to still be done. They have to still be done. Yeah. So, uh, but chill. That's interesting uh, for Texas. And the the name of the the kid to watch for is uh, out of Los Angeles, California. Will Gasparino. Most people thought he and Tanner Witt and LeBaron Johnson Jr. Most not just people around Austin, but around baseball. Thought all three of those guys would be picked in the first ten picks for sure, and uh, none were. Gasparino, six six, two hundred and fifteen pounder, uh, son of the he's the son of the director of amateur scouting for the L.A. Dodgers, uh, so a baseball family. Uh, he has already confirmed that he's coming to the Forty Acres, and um, so he'll be playing here at Texas next year. Jared Thomas, Jalen Flores, some of those young dudes that were here. Uh, we'll wait today and see between the rounds eleven and twenty if the likes where the likes of Porter Brown. Garrett Gilmet, um, you know Eric Kennedy, some of these guys. Hopefully, they can hear their names today and can go off and begin their pro careers. We'll come back. Load up the blitz. That's a good one on a Tuesday. Fired up on B and A plus some gossip in there. Plenty of that going on these days in and around Austin. We'll have the gossip plus your blitz coming next. Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Cause I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just the gossip on this 7-Eleven day. That's. Uh, Slurpee time. Did you ask the question? Is it okay to mix your Slurpees? Yeah, I did. I asked Ty. Do you can? You, are you allowed to do that? Like you, you like the Arnold Palmer cherry thing? Coke, the cherry Coke. Did you yeah. do that? Uh, I like the Dr Pepper one too. Honestly. Oh really? Ooh. And do you ever put alcohol in your Slurpee, Ty? Is that legal too? I think I have. Not while I'm driving. Not while no, you're driving. Never do that. Obviously. Uh-huh. No, yeah, I have a question. And salacious gossip brought to you by the icy cold Bud Lights. Of course, Slurpees are icy cold, and they're mm. free today, apparently. So we get the is, brain freeze. Yeah, here's what it says here for Slurpees. Uh, 7-Eleven, uh, during their promo, anybody can walk in at a free, free small Slurpee, no purchase necessary. Reward members, if you're a reward member, like Ty's a reward member like a million fast food chains, 
I got my membership there. Uh, reward members can also get dollar deals on hot dogs and other oh, snacks. No, oh, no, don't touch the Don't touch the they the got rotisserie dog don't today. Everybody's touch the wiener. Don't touch the wiener. The pizza and the wings are really good at 7-Eleven. They're so good for you, too. But the quality is good. I get over to that hard-boiled Oof. egg section. Oh, he goes over there where it's good. The good hard-boiled egg. Give me some of that the good, lettuce, good the good stuff. So get your free Slurpee. Also pick up some icy cold Bud Lights while you're there. They bring you salacious gossip. It's the official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns. The Texas X is in the Texas OU game. All right, so here's interesting. Uh, you're, you're a bald guy. You cut your own hair now. I do. Ty, are you a fan of the chatty hairstylist, or you just prefer to leave the conversation to a minimum? Depends. Ooh. Depends what, on who she is. Is it or a, him or she? Mm. What does it depend? How annoying they are? Yeah, I mean, if they, it depends on how you start the conversation. I, it, usually, I'm not. I'm not going to initiate anything. And if if I'm not, they can tell if I'm disinterested. They usually stop talking after about. Well, I'm three awful because I talk to the people at the toilet. Here's what well, I think. What? When I at the urinal. Oh, I do that. I do that. Do you? Yeah. He, he doesn't talk to people at the urinal. You do that no. with me all the time. Well, time. I talk, yeah, if, I like, if I'm next to you, I'll say, hey, how's your day going? It's kind of like shopping. I'm in for a purpose. I'm out. It's a yeah. mission. And I don't need to talk. I don't have a conversation with you. I'm a big There's chat There's nothing that can guy. be said. Well, I shouldn't say nothing. There's very little that can be said. I shouldn't say very little while we're standing at the urinal. But there is very little that can be said that's going to improve my this whole situation. So. It's not while I'm at the urinal. No, let me just <laughs> let me just take my leak and get out of that's here. That's similar to what I thought with the hairstylist. Yeah, is a lot of times it feels like they're just doing it because they feel like they need to make small talk. They really don't. Just cut my hair. Just get her done. So I'd be good with it. But, but if they're nice and they're like, uh, "How's your day going? Going good." But I'm a tie. How I'm do you like? How do you like the the, the wait staff? At, when you go to dinner, that keeps coming back like every three minutes, like that overdoes I'm the. Fine with that. Oh, I got Are a, you fine I with got a guy at Marty's now. Oh. Wait, he, he takes our table every time, but he comes and he comes and chats. I kind of like it, like getting updates on his life. I like <laughs> no, it. I like I'm a fan of the chatty waiter. Are you are you a fan of chatty waiter and the chatty bartender? I like chatty bartenders. I like chatty bartenders. Waiters, good no, chatty no. bartender, underrated. Let me eat this meal, please. No, everything's good. It was good two minutes ago when you came and asked me how's the meal. It's great. Well, they're checking on you. They're supposed to do. What I don't like is I'm in an actual store because you know me. I go into shop or purchase. I'm not. Can I help you? Can I help you? No. Good. I know. Get out of my way. Tunnel vision. <laughs> I, I know what I'm looking for. Well, I don't for. need your help. And if I didn't need your help, I wouldn't ask you. Now, if I get to the point where I can't find what I'm here I'll to purchase, you. I will find you. Because now I can't find it. So help me out here, brother. Okay, so that's there. What else do we have today on Salacious Gossip? Um, 13 pounds, it is, baby. It is Amazon today. It's Amazon Day. Get ready for that. And... This is very sad. Uh, there's a surfing star. If you follow surfing, you probably know this guy. Michaela Jones, or Michaela, M-I-K-A-L-A. Well, unfortunately, he has tragically died after part of his surfboard reportedly severed his femoral artery oh. during a freak accident over the weekend. It all happened at the Aurora Resort in North Sephora. Uh, according to Surfline, when the fin of Jones' surfboard appeared to cause a huge gash near his left groin, Outlets uh, medical outlet reports the medical personnel raced to assist him, rushed into the hospital, but sadly, and too much blood. Too much blood. Uh, yep. He's just 44 years old. That's sad. Well, it's a risk sport, one of those, right? And it's going to happen. That seems like a, a weird way, but I guess you can see that happening. It's moving at high speeds, and that little fin that keeps it balanced. Got it's him in that the wrong artery. Spot. Sad. Reminds you of uh, tragically. Remember when the, the crocodile hunter was killed? But the what the stingray, that that thing that got him right through his heart. 
And how, and how did the great football player Sean um, with, with the Washington Redskins? Sean Taylor. He was shot in his own house. Shot, yeah, in the right the there. Invaders. In the thigh. And where it got him in the femoral artery? Yeah. Hey, you think the uh, crocodiles were upset that it was the stingray that killed the crocodile oh. hunters? We always wanted to kill that son of a gun. Yeah, this is the way he needed to go. <laughs> you called the crocodile hunter making wow. money on us. Let's go to the blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck. The half under factory warranty in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. All right, first Blitzer, you're up. Bud Light sales are down 30% dating back to last June. Aaron, you're not doing your part. Bucky, you're not doing your part. I'm trying to do my part. I can't do my part in that part of it. Not Enjoy that I can't. the Bud Lights. Quitter, I'm a quitter. Next Blitzer, you're up. Hey, coaches, they don't let hazing go on with champions. What I want to see is Elon Musk get bitch slapped in Cocaine Bear. He didn't bring the cocaine into White House. Cocaine Bear. Next Blitzer, you're up. You Blitzers, the last couple days have been pathetic. One Blitzer, two Blitzers. Come on, we're not always here to bail you out. Just because it's all-star break and Craig lays on the hiatus with sports report. Step your game up, people. Come on. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate that. Next Blitzer, you're up. All right, y'all, and y'all were talking about your favorite food at 7-Eleven. My favorite is the roasted nuts. What do you think? You think. Next Blitzer, you're up. Hey, uh, I heard you guys are hiring the uh, White House press secretary to run interference on what's going on at the Horn. Is that true? We're not. No, we haven't. We're hiring anyone. No. No one. Next Blitzer, you're up. Yeah. I got a hazing ritual those boys wouldn't mind. This is the captain of the Duke lacrosse team. <laughs> oh, oh no. wow. Next Blitzer, talk to us. Buggy What's up, man? Say, well, I want to bam more. You sound like he's eating a good home-cooking plate of food. Oh, God. Next Blitzer, home you're cooking. up. Coach. Yes, sir. Did I hear E correctly on what he said about his hairdresser that he doesn't like to tip them and he just wants them to shut their pie hole and cut <laughs> tip them well? He tipped them well. I tipped them well. The last haircut I got, watching. Just wanted them to shut his, their pie hole pie and hole. cut my hair. Shut it. <laughs> just cut my hair. Don't talk to me. You know what I've taken to get my haircut because it's not very difficult is uh, sports clips. Ooh, really? I can't. Why? With this, with this mane. Well, you have long, flowy locks. I don't know. Well, actually, snip, last time I went to Finley's, tuck. they jacked me up. See? Well, what, See, Ty, needs a, that, Ty needs a specialist. And gosh, it's so nice because sports clips, you can check in online so you don't have to wait in line. What, am I doing a commercial for them now? But then the lady was nice enough to put the Astros game on because it was a day game. Like, sweet. And then uh, I gave her seven bucks. Do you get a head massage with that, too? Do they do that the whole? I don't do that. You don't go through all that? Oh, I just do. Cut my, just, oh, do you do? Oh, I do that. I pass Big on time. the... Uh, Oh, the, the back head, massage, the head stranger. massage, I, the I conditioning. Pass on but they don't even do like the, the massage. They get this machine out. Really? Don't t- they don't go hand hand to hand combat there? No, I'm not, I you know me. Big I'm man not. hands on my back. <laughs> big man hands on your head. <laughs> big mitts. You know I'm not big on stranger touching. There you go. Stranger yeah, but no, they, they pull out this thing that looks kind of like a drill meets a sex toy. Around your neck? Yeah. No. It's a massager. That's what it's called. All right, well, hey, let's uh, have that hand-to-hand combat. We'll be back. Uh, we're, we're we're not done yet. We have another hour to do damage. We'll be back. Beanie on the horn.